Twas the night before Christmas, with Gotham covered in snow. There was a villain prowling, but it wasn't a scarecrow. It was a large penguin who was rotten to the core, feeding for the pussy he was looking for. While the pussy had an itch that could sure use a scratch, she only desired that of a big black bat. The bat was a guardian over the Gotham streets, who beat up criminals from their heads to their feet. The bat met the pussy under the mistletoe. The pussy purred with excitement, ready to blow. She wanted to know who was the man behind the bat, and the bat wanted to know who was the pussy behind the cat. This angered the penguin, which left him on edge, as he vowed one day to have his revenge. The penguin was angry, and his stomach felt sick. While the pussy got drilled by the big bat dick. The pussy afterwards was red and sore, but it still left the pussy craving for more. As the bat flew away, she smiled and purred, and could not wait for this Batman to return. As the sky is met with the bat signal in sight, Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night.
I am vengeance. I am the night. I am Matthew Burris. And Merry Christmas, everyone. And just like I promised, I have the watch along for Batman Returns. And if you have HBO Max or you have this on DVD, Blu-ray or 4K or good old VHS, just like I did back in the day. <coughs> oh, sorry, choked a little bit. You can uh, watch this along with me. But before we get into this movie, uh, little background on this film. This is the sequel to Batman 89. This movie uh, made $266.89 million at the box office. This movie was also filmed at, not at Pinewood um studios nope this was not filmed at uh pinewood studios this was filmed at stage 16 at warner brothers and stage 12 at universal studios and also uh it was based on rockefeller center uh stage 16 you know gotham plaza so so there you go, and um, there was, um, they were planned on filming at Pinewood Studios um, for that, um, of course uh, they changed their mind for that one. Um, and in the, you know, of course, Vicky Vale was supposed to come back, but she did not. And actually, uh, there are some, there was an earlier script uh, written where uh, she was supposed to come back, and that one was supposed to introduce Robin. And, but of course, uh, that never made it. And thus, we get this final draft here. And here, in the role of, of Batman, of course, we have returning is Michael Keaton. We have Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Uh, Michelle Pfeiffer as Selena Kyle, a.k.a. Catwoman. Of course, uh, Sean Young was, tried to get a role in this film as Catwoman. We all know the famous story of her showing up to Warner Brothers dressed as Catwoman, but unfortunately, um, that led to nowhere. And we have Christopher Walken as Max Schrader, uh, Michael Goff, and, um, yeah, Michael Goff and Pat Hingle return for their roles as Alfred and Commissioner Gordon. We have Vincent Chevalli as the organ grinder, Andrew Bryanowski as Charles Chip Shrek, yep, the son of Max Shrek, uh, Christy Conway as the Ice Princess, Rick Zumat as the Tattooed Strongman, 
Anna Katrina as the poodle lady. And we have uh, Diane Selinger as the penguin's mother. And as the penguin's father is Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Sorry, I can't do a good impression of uh, Pee Wee there. So, nonetheless, here we go. I'm about to put it on the movie right now because I have HBO Max. All right. I'm about to start this movie in 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, Three, two, one. Wait, hold on. I'm just waiting for this to clear up. For some reason, the thing is not working. Ah, there we go. And here we go, starting now. All right, we start off with the uh, Warner Brothers logo here. And there we see the snow. And there we see the Cobblepot Manor. And of course, uh, this isn't the first time that Diane Selinger and Paul Rubens have um, worked together. They worked together, actually, believe it or not, in Pee-wee's Big Adventure, where she played Simone. And she would also go on to play Baroness Nika in the movie um, Bird, which was... The movie based on the life of uh, Charlie Bird Parker. And after Batman returns, uh, we're going to have roles in The Scarlet Letter, Ghost World, Color Me Olsen, 20 Years After, Rest Stop, The Telling, Dark Horse, Terry, and Freedom, and also Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Oh, so there's a bit of a... Reunite. Reunion there. Oh, okay. Oh, that movie's available on Netflix. Did not know that. I'll have to check that out. <clears throat> and now we see the couple pots there with their child. With the baby carriage. Preparing to um, dump their baby out into the, or the bridge, and into the, um, into the icy water, and this is just, uh, really sad, and, uh, you almost feel sorry for the penguin, you know, this one, I mean, because he was born with flippers, and, you know, and, you know, and then, of course, you know, he wants to be treated as a human, and he turns into a monster. You know, he grows up being 
um, raised literally by penguins. And then we get the opening credits. And actually, uh, Burgess Meredith was actually supposed to make a cameo appearance as the father of the penguin, actually. Yeah, he was. And he was, um, unfortunately, uh, in declining health, and he passed away in 1997. So we did not get a cameo appearance by him. And then we see the opening there, Batman Returns. And we see the bats flying into the air. And also, I saw this movie in theaters uh, when I was a kid. And I was so excited for this one because, um, you know, I had seen, you know, the first movie on, um, on VHS like dozens of times and you know, as a kid, and I was just really excited about the sequel. And this movie came out on June 19th, 1992, in the United States. It was actually released at the Man's Chinese Theater on June 16th. Little uh, known history here. And, you know, the thing about the Penguin is that... Um, you know, the Penguin is not really... Out of all the rogues gallery villains in the, um... You know, in the Batman, um... In the Batman series, uh... He's not really my my favorite. I mean, uh, my all-time favorite is the Joker. I would say behind him would be, um... Would be Bane. Bane would be number two. And number three would be Selina Kyle. Uh, number four, I'd put Ra's al Ghul, and number five, I'd put the Riddler. Um, and Two-Face, I'd put at number six. Um, you know, but the, but the Penguin, you know, I mean, um, you know, he's just not one of my favorite villains. And, but, uh, but he's not somebody I, w I would mind seeing a story on. And, in fact, actually, uh, we will see the Penguin in the new Batman Film. And, of course, uh, playing the role of the Penguin will be Colin Farrell. A uh, little, you know, I'm a little weary of that, but uh, well, I'll have to see when I go see the movie myself. The movie is directed by Tim Burton. And you see the basket arrive with the penguins and then gotham 33 years later and in one of the scripts it described gotham as um you know like hell has frozen over you know and well to well i guess you could say hell has sort of frozen over <laughs> you know gotham is uh, not a nice place And now we go right here for the lighting of the Christmas tree. And we see the Ice Princess. And the Ice Princess, as I mentioned before, played by Christy Conway. Uh, Christy Conway, actress and uh, fashion designer. She's from Lubbock, Texas. Her father was a car dealer and her mother was a real estate agent. 
she played a receptionist in the film uh, Doc Holloway. And she was in Husbands and Wives as Sean Granger. And she also did some television work as well. There we see uh, Alfred right there um, to refusing a paper as the man is handing out papers a story on the penguin we see the flippers and Albert looks at the sewer to and then we see the Shrek's building we go all the way up there we see the cat logo and of course there's no doubt that that's <laughs> that's definitely Felix the cat <laughs> that is most definitely Felix the cat I mean there's no there's no way of getting around that that is uh, most definitely Felix the cat that is definitely Felix the cat <laughs> yeah no getting around that as we see um, Christopher Walken as Max Shrek and Max Shrek is not a um, character of the comics. He was someone that was just made up and they brought in. And I talked about, um, you know, Batman Returns in my last episode, talking about what if I had written uh, Batman Returns. Uh, Harvey Dent was actually supposed to come back for this um, for this movie, and we would have seen the uh, origin of Two-Face here. But unfortunately, that um, did not happen, and Billy D. Williams did not return for this movie. So instead, we get Max uh, Shrek, who um, turns out would be a villain himself. Although uh, not, really, um, not really much of a threat. You know, I mean, more of a, you know, more of a, of a mastermind, I mean, well, not really much of a mastermind. I mean, he's somewhat smart, but uh, he doesn't really pose that much of a threat to... Um, he doesn't really pose that much of a threat to to Batman. And there we see Michelle Pfeiffer. And Michelle Pfeiffer at this time, um, she of course was famous for her role in Scarface with uh, Al Pacino. Yep, she uh, played... Yep, she played Al Pacino's wife in that... in that fine... in that film, playing Elvira. And also him and Pacino would actually reunite again and act in the film Frankie and Johnny. And of course, uh, Frankie and Johnny, that movie came out in 1991, the same year of as this film. And... Of course, I used to watch that movie a lot on HBO as a kid. <laughs> Here we see uh, Christopher Walken as Max Shrek handing out the 
gifts. And here, uh, Michelle Pfeiffer, Selena Kyle, she's, um, well, she sees Max's speech, realizes he left it on the desk. Now he has to, now he has to make it up as he goes along. <clears throat> And, you know, the thing about this is, um, you know, this Gotham City, it looks a lot smaller. I mean, of course, um, they're not in Pine, you know, they're, they're really not in, um, you know, the famous Pinewood Studios. I mean, they're in the, um, you know, they're on the lot of Warner Brothers. So, I mean, of course, it looks a lot smaller, you know, Gotham City, as we see the, uh, big, um package arriving there and you know it just makes Gotham City a lot smaller you know I mean because um, you know it's, you know you just have a little high expectations I mean not that it's not a bad stage you know I mean it it's still pretty good but you know you just expect it to be a lot bigger and we see the clowns coming out see them on the motorcycles there and, and now the city is in chaos <laughs> I like the look there the guy the skeleton on the motorcycle there and there come the clowns yep the whole uh, circus is there oh guy with the organ grinder Oh, the muscle guy. Oh, he hits Santa Claus. Now, who beats up on poor Santa Claus? And now, we're at Wayne Manor. And I always think that uh, when, we're, when we see this scene here, Bruce is uh, thinking about Vicky. As we see the bat signal flash, and we see the flashlights on the tower there flashing. Yeah, it's like he's thinking about Vicky Vale, and then he sees the bat signal, and it's like, he gets called upon and he has to snap out of it. Oh, the big guy. The guy who runs the show. What do you want? You? Oh, backhand. Shrek. Tuh. And then there's the Batmobile. On its way. And also, originally, in the script, and you can actually go online, you'll see it, that there was actually a Batman store in Gotham City. As we see the penguin uh, walking there on the, on the ground. There was actually a Batman store, and that was going to be used here as we see the uh, the guy there with the flamethrower uh, bringing up the toy store there. But uh, unfortunately, for some reason, that got 
taken out of the film. As we see the Batmobile appear. Oh, is this one of those things? And oh, oh, shooting out the darts. Now they're shooting at the glass. Yep, it's bulletproof. And into the fire. And <laughs> the guys with his flamethrower. Batman's like, oh, you want to play with fire? Oh, okay. I'll play with fire too. Boom! Bell dang, oh what a world. There's the Batmobile and oh Selena taken by a clown. Oh there's the taser. Oh backhand by Batman. Rope? <laughs> Miss. No, I didn't. <laughs> she just gives him a little kick in the gut. And then, you know, just has tries to have a conversation with Batman. You know, and this really does play into the character of Selena Kyle. You know, I mean, like, she starts out as a, you know, just a nerdy, awkward um, type of girl. And then... Later on, she, you know, becomes a more confident, sexy, you know, type of woman. And, of course, um, originally, for the role of Catwoman, it was supposed to be... Hold on, I'm looking it up right now. As we see, <laughs> use the taser on the clown. Gordon thanks uh, Batman for saving the day. And Mayor thinks, uh, wondering where Max is. And Max, well, he's in the hallways there. We see the penguin making his way up one of the ladders. And... Oh, trap door. Or trap fence, I should say. There's a abandoned zoo. Yeah. So, looks like no one's uh been there for for years. And as I mentioned before, the um uh, the role of the cat of Catwoman, it was, um, well, considered for the roles were Susan Sarandon, Meryl Streep, sorry, Meryl Streep, Brooke Shields, Demi Moore, Nicole Kidman, who go on to play Chase Meridian, uh, Jodie Foster, Gina Davis, Sigourney Weaver, Lena Olin, Madonna, who I talked about for my, um, What If I Wrote Batman episode, Raquel Welsh, 
Cher, Ellen Barkin, Jennifer Jason Lee, Lorraine Bracco, Bridget Fonda, and Jennifer Beals. So those were the women that were considered for the role of Catwoman. And I'm going to talk about that this Sunday on um, Enter the Batcave. So make sure you tune in for that episode. And here we see um, the Penguin talking with Max. And originally, in one of the scripts, it was supposed to be that um, the Penguin was actually Max Schroeder's um, brother. It was another one of those drafts, but um, unfortunately that never made it as well. As we see the Penguin going through the umbrellas. And as for the role of the Penguin, uh, Danny DeVito was not the only one that was considered for that role. Uh, considered for the role of the Penguin was Marlon Brando, John Candy, Bob Hopkins, Ralph Waite, Dean Martin, if you can believe that, uh, Dustin Hoffman. He was actually originally the first choice to play the Penguin. Uh, Dudley Moore, Alan Rickman, John Goodman. Ooh, that was a good one. Phil Collins. Yep, that Phil Collins. Charles Grodin, Christopher Lee, Joe Pesci, ooh, Ray Liotta, Gabriel Brine, Alex Rocco, and Christopher Lloyd. Hmm. Uh, if I had my pick, I probably would have... Hmm. I probably would have gone with... With, uh... John Goodman. You know, it would have been a great, um... Dramatic... Um... Dramatic role for John Goodman. You know, I mean, granted, he would have a great dramatic role as, uh, Babe Ruth and the Babe... But uh, I would have loved to see him as uh, the Penguin. Or better yet, maybe John Candy. Yeah, I think John Candy would make for a great dramatic role, too. Especially seeing as how um, he would have a great dramatic part in uh, JFK as well. Uh, I cannot, for the life of me, see Ray Liotta as, um, as the Penguin. And here we see the Penguin uh, really blackmailing Max Schroeder to help him um, become a significant member of society, you know, with the toxic waste and the documents. And then talks to him about uh, Fred Atkins, his old partner.
then brings out the hand. Hey, Max, remember me? I'm Fred's hand. <laughs> oh, yeah. So Max knows that he's in a bind and realizes that there's nothing he can really do, so he's got to go along with the program, unfortunately. You won't regret this, Mr. Shrek. And there we go to Selena Kyle's apartment. And I love when she says, she goes, Honey, I'm home. All right, I forgot I'm not married. And Michelle Pfeiffer was actually very beautiful. I mean, um, you know, especially for a day, I mean. I mean, in fact, actually, I had a I had a teacher, uh, Mrs. Larson, back in um, back in fourth and fifth grade. She actually looked like her, and and around that time, um, the movie uh, Dangerous Minds had come out, and she she actually looked like her. So, <laughs> and also, uh, she Michelle Pfeiffer was also in another movie that I liked, uh, One Fine Day, which starred a future Batman, George Clooney. And yes, I will soon do a review of Batman and Robin. And I'm not really looking forward to that. <laughs> but I have to. And there we see um, Selena Kyle's mother on the answering machine. And there we see... Um, um, Selena's boyfriend showing that, uh, well, <laughs> she pretty much has a bad life. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and of course, uh, Selena Kyle's mother was actually supposed to reappear. Oh, I mean, was actually supposed to appear in um, the Catwoman spinoff. And I'll talk about that in part two of the um, of the watch along here. And we go right here back to Shrek's office. And she remembers she has to get ready. Uh, she has to prepare Max uh, back for her, I mean, for his uh, meeting with Bruce. Wayne. And and of course uh, she accidentally uh, discovers the power plant files. You know, even the protected files. <laughs> and she figures it out by um, cracking out the codes on um, by figuring out his Geraldo his uh, Chihuahua <laughs> and 
and realizes that um, that Max is uh, not very ethical on doing this. You know, that he wants to generate power, you know, by sucking all the power from Gotham City and what have you. <laughs> and so, yeah, Max Shredder is not as uh, upright as he seems to be. I mean, of course, we already figured that out in the sewer, thanks to the Penguin. I mean, but this goes to show that he... <laughs> He really is uh, just downright evil. Yeah. And now we see Selena here, um, you know, trying to bargain, you know, with him, and you know, and he tells him that you know this this is legacy, and he's leaving it for his son Chip. You know, nothing must prevent that. And then he teases that he might actually kill her. And then... Huh? <laughs> oh, seems like he's just joking. And then pushes her right out the window. Oh! And she's down for the count here on the snow. And some people actually had a problem with this uh, in the film. You know, saying like, oh, she's brought back to life by these um, cats that just, you know, lick on her. You know, they say like, oh, you know, all these cats, they just come out of nowhere in the dark alley and they just start nibbling on her fingers and her face and, you know, and all of a sudden she just uh, comes back to life. And, of course, uh, you know, I mean, it is a little bit, of, I mean, it's very much a stretch, you know, and I even, I mean, as an adult, I found it as a stretch, not so much as a... You know as a kid you know but you know as a you know i'm a kid you know i don't know much but at the end of the day you know it's a superhero movie and sometimes you know superhero movies you know they uh you know you, you gotta take certain things with a grain of salt and here we see we start to see the exact uh, transformation, you know, she comes back, uh, she does the exact same thing as last time, honey, I'm home, oh, I forgot I'm not married, I mean, this one, she looks like she's, <laughs> she knocks over the lamp, I mean, she, I mean, she looks like she's out of it, I mean, and she goes back to the refrigerator, pours back out the milk and she pours it all over the floor this time and even drinks it out of the carton <laughs> and then 
checks the answering machine again. Again, Selena. Here's from the mother. And there's the audio message. Uh, you know, with the telemarketer. Yeah, from, you know, the Shrek's department store. And, oh, and she totally loses it right here. Takes apart the message machine and, oh, breaks it. Takes the stuffed animals. Puts it right down the, uh, to... Right down the drain, the, uh, oh, trips it up. Oh, man, she has lost it. <laughs> I mean, I would say she's going batshit, but that wouldn't be the uh, appropriate response. <laughs> Here come more of the cats. Spray paint her house. Oh, man. And there she sees the black leather jacket. Oh. Oh, even spray painting the dollhouse. <laughs> oh, yeah. she's trying the jacket and she's starting to make the Catwoman um, suit yep yeah <laughs> oh she's even got a Belvedere uh, sewing machine yeah, my mom used to have a sewing machine. She used to, she used to knit. Yeah, she used to do some knitting, and uh, now she crochets. She even crocheted me a, a hat. She crocheted me a couple of hats too. And she has the black leather glove. And then we see. Complete cat suit. She goes, I don't know about you, Miss Kitty, but I feel so much yummier. Oh, yeah. And then we go right here to Gotham City Hall. Well, it's supposed to look like Gotham City Hall. And the mayor talks about the chaos that happened last night. And we see the penguin from behind people 
taking apart the sewer. And we see uh, one of the penguins men takes the baby. Well, not really. Big on speech, I'll just say thanks. <laughs> yep, this is all a big rouse right here to make the penguin a hero. Yep. We see the big uh, duck there, the big rubber ducky. <laughs> and he rises out of the sewer with the baby. And gives the baby back to the mayor. Correct. And Bruce is there in the, in the living room watching this at home. And Penguin is there saying that all he wants is to he has to find his mom and dad and find out who his parents are and find out why they give him away. And Alfred is there hanging of the ornaments on the Christmas tree. Yeah. Yeah. A child who spent his first Christmas in many cents. In a sewer. Hmm. Yep. There we go to the uh, Hall of Records. And there we see the press gathering around here, and um, we see Max Trek walking out there to, you know, with the telling them to, you know, pretty much to get lost. You know, he says, you know, give the Constitution a rest, okay? It's Christmas. <laughs> Yeah, Christopher Walken. Huh. Yep. I got a, I got a feeling that won't go away. That grin is a more cowbell. <laughs> yeah, I also like the Christopher Walken uh, impression uh, from The Simpsons. Good night, moon. Good night, cow. Good night, cow. Jumping over the moon. Children, you're scooching. Don't let me tell you again about the scooching. Yes. Yes. That's it. You there in the red. Chop, chop. 
And here we are in the back cave. Bruce looks up an old uh, article on the circus as he's fed uh, uh, Vicious Churches, however you pronounce it. <laughs> it's a cold dish. And he finds out that um, you know that the penguin was also part of a circus, and there actually might be a, a connection here. Circus uh, folded after there were some missing children, and. Of course, must lead to the connection of the penguin not only being a, you know, not only being a demordive freak, but also a child killer. And there we see Batman in the Batmobile out on patrol. Alfred, you know, he's, um, you know, wondering why he's, like, stalking him and stuff. And, you know, Bruce, you know, really thinks that he knows who his parents are. He thinks that there's something else about. And, of course, uh, you know, this really does play well into Batman's uh, detective skills. You know, um, when he gets a big suspicion, you know, he's like a dog with a bone. And there we go to the grave site and we see the penguin about to see the, the tombstones of his uh, parents and this was a big departure from uh, the penguin from the TV series and the comic books because you know in the comics and the TV series he was um, you know, he wasn't seen as all as dangerous and stuff. Um, this penguin we see here, he's more dark and more uh, grimacing. And of course, at this time in the 90s, you know, the Batman movies were trying to be more dark. And, you know, we see a dark, uh, almost gothic uh, type penguin. Of course, uh, unlike in the comics and in the um, and on the TV series, we don't see the um, the one eye glass and the and the cigarette um, holder. Of course, we saw it with uh, Paul Rubens' character as uh, the Penguin's father. You know, we saw the cigarette holder and the and the one eye glass, but uh, we don't see the Penguin doing that. And I mean, we also see the Penguin do it in the promote in one of the movie posters um, for the film, but uh, we don't see it here in the movie. And after seeing the grave side, he addresses the press. A penguin is a bird that cannot fly. I, have an, I am a man. I have a name. I am Oswald Cobblepot. Yep. 
that's his uh, real name, Oswald uh, Cobblepot. And of course, uh, it was Dan DeVito's uh, Penguin that would go on to inspire the Penguin of the Animated Series. Yeah, that's right, Batman the Animated Series. Naturally, uh, Bruce Tim was actually on the set of Batman Returns, and also Selena Kyle's, uh, well, Michelle Pfeiffer's uh, portrayal of Selena Kyle and Catwoman would inspired uh, Catwoman for Batman the Animated Series as well. So that would, so it just goes to show you the big influence uh, this had on the animated series. As we see a mugger here trying to uh, rob and potentially rape this woman. And here we see Catwoman. I just love the big me who's not afraid to show with someone his own size. Be gentle. It's my first time. Oh, some good martial arts kicks there. Oh, there are the claws. Tick, tack, toe. Ooh. Someone by the face. You make it so easy, don't you? Always waiting for some Batman to save you. I am Catwoman. Hear me roar. And she does the backflips. Uh, her stunt double for the backflips was actually uh, Kathy Long. Uh, Kathy Long it was a world champion uh, kickboxer. And, of course, uh, she taught Michelle Pfeiffer uh, some, some kickboxing as well. And, see, I'm trying to look up uh, Kathy Long here. As we see, uh, Bruce and Max Shrek have their morning meeting. And uh, Kathy Long was uh, very... Um, was a very prominent figure in the world of uh, kickboxing during its heydays in the um, 80s and in 90s. She was, uh, you know, a two-time KICK uh, World Kickboxing Champion, one-time WK World Kickboxing Champion, one-time ISKA World Champion, and one-time WMAC World Kickboxing Champion. Um, she. Uh, uh, she has a black belt in Chinese uh, Kung Fu Sansu. And she would also train in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Trained under the Machado family. Also trained in Jeet Kune Do. And has also trained in Taekwondo, Kali, and Wing Chun. And she also has done some uh, movies herself. Uh, she was in Rage and Honor. She was in Knights. Uh, she also appeared as a female deputy cop who was kicking uh, the shit out of Woody Harrelson's character in Natural Born Killers. Uh, she was uncredited in that role. She had a starring role in The Stranger, which she was best known as. She was also in Under the Gun. And she played a kickboxing instructor in Romeo and Michelle's High School Reunion, starring Mira Sovino and Lisa Kudrow. She was in Endgame, River of Darkness, 
she played herself in Artist Submission and was in Santa's Summer House. And on TV, she's had a guest starring role alongside her friend Chuck Norris as Officer Jane Cousins on Walker, Texas Ranger, and was also on the TV series Street Justice. And we see Michelle Pfeiffer here as Selena Kyle appear. Um, <laughs> Max Schroeder a little surprised <laughs> that she actually uh, survived the fall. <laughs> of course, I'd be surprised too. Well, he's got those uh, kitty cats in the alleyway to thank for that. <sighs> Of course, uh, Bruce gets uh, walked out by Selena, and we see um, Max's son enter. And we see Bruce uh, being quite smitten with her. Dad, you buy that. Do all your business. Women, nothing surprises me, Chip. Except your late mother. Who would have thought Selena had brain to damage? Bottom line, if she tries to blackmail me, I'll drop her out of a higher window. Meantime, I got better fish to fry. <laughs> I'm sure you do. Yeah. We see Oswald uh, writing his notes. And Christopher Walken, I mean, a tremendous actor in his own right. I mean, he's good at playing both uh, comedy and uh, dramatic roles himself. Uh, he was in the James Bond movie A View to Kill. He was also in Annie Hall. Uh, also known for his roles in The Deer Hunter, The Dogs of War, and he would also be in True Romance, Pulp Fiction. Uh, both were written by Tarantino, though Pulp Fiction was directed by Tarantino himself, and would go on to play roles in other films such as Hairspray, Replaceable You, Jungle Book, the live-action version. And would also host Saturday Night Live seven times. Wow, impressive. And here we see um, being let down the stairs. Yeah, we here. Yeah, we see Oswald being let down the stairs as he's eating fish. Yep, raw fish. And they're going to start a campaign for him to be the mayor. And that is actual raw fish that he's eating right there. Actual sushi. <laughs> um, me, of course, I have tried uh, sushi myself, and I did not like it. 
I like my I like my fish cooked. Sorry. I mean, I know everybody um, likes sushi, and sushi is such a big um, thing, especially in New York City. I mean, New York people love their sushi, but uh, uh, sushi not a big thing for me. And here we see uh, Jen and Josh, uh, who are supposed to be the image consultants. And there we see the cigarette holder there, and of course the penguin spits it out. And there we see the gloves, of course uh, those are human gloves, and, um, and of course uh, he resents that idea. Huh. Guy goes, oh, it's still in the sewers down there. Yeah. And of course, he makes a little joke. <laughs> he goes, still, could be worse. My nose could be gushing blood. Your nose could be, what do you mean? Oh, he bites his nose and oh, we see the blood squirting out. Oh, Oh, man. That one was kind of cool to me as a kid. <laughs> I remember that one. That one was pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I like the part that's coming up right here where uh, he says, I was called by filling the void. <laughs> and he goes, I like to fill her void. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. A lot of sexual innuendos and stuff in this film. Yeah. Yeah, that was the thing about this movie. This movie got um, a lot of flack because of the sex, some sexual content. And, and of course, this movie was rated PG-13. And, of course, uh, the Batman movie from 1989 was rated PG-13. And yet, uh, the Parents of America raised such a big stink about this movie. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, thank you, Parents of America, for fucking up what should have been a good movie franchise, because after this, Tim Burton got booted off another Batman movie, and it led to the Schumacher era. Of course, uh, Max and Penguin talk about the plan to drive the mirror out of this. Huh. Max goes, imagine, as a mirror, you'll have the ear of the media. Access to captains of industry. Unlimited Poo-Tang. <laughs> yeah, unlimited Poo-Tang. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the thing about this. As a politician, you do get unlimited Putang. <laughs> burn, baby, burn! And here we see the poodle with the grenade. Right into the restaurant, and... Boom! Yep, the penguins men are at it again.
Ooh. Oh, let's bang around this one guy. And here's the Batman. And we see the first real fight scene here. And this was pretty cool, you know, seeing you know the karate moves and stuff. Ooh. Boom. Boom. Bang. Oh, that's an Aikido move right there. Ducks. Oh. 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 I accidentally nailed this guy with the pipe. Oh. There's one guy with the bazooka. Man with the nunchucks. One guy with the sword. And there's the poodle lady. There's one batarang. Sits on all four of them. One, two, three, and the dog got it. It's like, what? <laughs> There's a the guy with the sword. Oh, takes the whip out. Oh, gets him. Oh, takes apart the guy with the dynamite there. And there's Catwoman. One of Shrek's stores. And the thing about this Catwoman is, um, you know, this Catwoman, she's really more so out for revenge and also to help, um, later on, as we'll see, help, help Penguin. You know, she's, I mean, she's not really, um, well, of course, in the comics, you know, and on the TV series, she's portrayed as a thief, though we, though in this one, we don't really see her, um, stealing anything. You know, she's just causing chaos. Here with the whip. Oh man. And um Michelle Pfeiffer actually did learn to use a whip for this uh role. Here are the two security guards. Who is she? What is she? I don't know whether to open fire or fall in love. You poor guys. Always confusing your pistols with your privates. Oh, don't hurt us, lady. Our take-home's less than 300. You're overpaid. Hit the road. <laughs> yep. Ooh. There's Batman taking care of one clown, and oh, there's the muscle guy with the tattoos. Right hand, and oh, <laughs> Nothing. Oh, puts the bomb underneath him. Right hand. Goes right into the water. Boom! Yeah, that's supposed to be more of a Looney Tunes um, thing. Like a Looney Tunes uh, type of joke. As we see Catwoman there. The gas leakage. Putting the spray bottle right into the microwave. And there we see the first encounter between Batman and Penguin. Admiring your handiwork. Touring the riot scene. Grieving and assessing the devastation. Outstanding mayor stuff. You're not the mayor. Things change.
What do you want? Ah, the direct approach. I admire that in a man with a mask. <laughs> you don't really think you'll win, do you? Things change. And here we see Catwoman with the backflips. She sees both of them and only has one word for them. Meow. Boom! Explosions. I saw her first. Gotta fly. There we see the penguin fly off in the umbrella. And that's the first and only time we see him fly away in the umbrella. We see the flying umbrella later on in the film. But uh, that's the only time we see him fly off with the umbrella. We see Catwoman on the rooftop. Batman goes up. Oh, Catwoman kicks him off. And we get a fight scene between Catwoman and Batman. Oh, she's got the claws. Ooh. Oh, she is kicking his ass. Oh, backhands her. How could you? I'm a woman. See, I would have been like, bitch, I don't give a fuck. You try to scratch me? <laughs> Damn right I'm gonna hit you. Oh, there she is with the whip. Oh. As it's saying... I'm a woman, and can't be taken for granted. Life's a bitch. Now so am I. Oh. Yeah, you are a bitch. Life's a bitch, so are you. And then you die. And then you also get rescued. <laughs> and here, she gets rescued. And you see Batman starting to fall for her. I mean, to... Oh, man. To... I was like, he's about to get a hand job, but nope. Gets stuck right there with the claws. And, oh, backhands her. Right into some kitty litter. Yep, saved by kitty litter. <laughs> and there he is in the back cave. And oh, gets part one of the nails. Max Alfred for some ointment. Oh yeah. Ouch. Man, I tell you, that probably hurts like a real bitch. <laughs> there we see the, the flags there for Mayor Oswald. There he's about to make his speech. I may have saved the mayor's baby. But 
I refuse to save a mare. Stood helpless as a baby. Because Gotham was ravaged by disease. Turned eagle scouts into crazed clowns. Happy homemakers into cat women. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Craze. Huh. Yeah, craze homemakers into cat women. As we see Oswald here talking with a young lady, giving her a button. Oh, yeah, that's as close as he gets to groping a woman. <laughs> oh, yeah. And now, here he is, going up to his room. And he's met by a visitor. Just as I mentioned in my poem, just the pussy he's looking for. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, and actually, this movie actually did give me a boner with an upcoming scene you're about to see later on. Well, I'm going to talk about, I should say. We see the coming together of uh, cat, woman, and penguin. Huh. And then he, and now we we see him um, talking about his plan and to turn. His Batmobile into an H-bomb on wheels. And she talks about a bigger plot, and which is to turn him into, into them, and that is to frame him. Yep, that's their plan, to frame him. And of course, the whole framing Batman was actually in two earlier drafts of, um, of the film. It was in the one with uh, Vicky Vale in it, and which uh, Catwoman uh, murders uh, some rich billionaires in order to get a uh, prized um, egg, prized treasure. And of course, um, Batman was also set up in the second draft. And, you know, as a kid, um, you, know, you know, I didn't like the fact that uh, Batman was getting set up and... And of course, uh, we find no resolution as to how he was uh, found not guilty. And as we see, Catwoman put a bird in his mouth. And I actually heard that he actually, she actually did put the bird in her mouth. She actually really did uh, put the uh, little bird in her mouth. And then there's the penguin with the cat. Yeah, I think, uh, yeah, the um, animals uh, rights groups uh, were really mad 
about some of the scenes involving these uh, pets. You know, they didn't like the way some of the pets were portrayed and what have you, you know, talking about animal cruelty and whatnot. So, I mean, though I don't think that they were really harmed in this movie. So, um, yeah, it's only a movie. And now we see Catwoman giving herself a bath. Oh, yeah. And then we see uh, the penguin challenging the mayor to relight the Gotham City tree. The Set up the ultimate, uh, <laughs> the ultimate setup to set up the Batman. Hmm. And then here we are on the streets of Gotham, and we see um, Selena there looking at a, a dollhouse there, and meets Bruce Wayne. And and here, uh, there, Bruce is flirting with Selena, and then um, then they see the newspaper um, articles talking about Catwoman. <laughs> you know, Catwoman and Batman. <laughs> This is going to be a hot time in the cold town town tonight or something that uh, similar to what, uh, you know, referencing what what the Joker said in um, in Batman 89. Yeah. And I'm going to stop it right there and... Stay tuned for part two.